Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Today is Friday, May 29th. This weekend sees the end of May. It's kind of funny to have a Memorial Day weekend be not the last weekend in May. But then 2020 is weird, isn't it? <laughs> we had leap year. We have events happening on funny weeks. We have a global pandemic. <laughs> Sorry for the noise there. There's going to be more. Having to reposition my chair and table here. So yesterday, I had writer coffee in real life for the first time since early March. Um, everybody came over to my house, and they just came in the back gate, and we sat out under the grape arbor, and there were four of us, and we hung out and talked for a couple hours. And it was really pleasant. It was lovely. Um, it was nice to see people in real life again. <laughs> and now our um, patios are opening up in Santa Fe. So next week we can meet at our iconic coffee house out on the patio, which always suits me just fine anyway. So this was an, an interim thing, but it was nice to have everybody over and they liked the secret garden. So that's why there was no podcast yesterday because I thought, well, I wanted to get some writing done before they came. And I thought it'd be fun to do a podcast with the writer coffee group, but then we didn't do it. Nobody really wanted to. <laughs> and it would have taken, um, I don't know, like a certain shaping of the conversation that I think we all just kind of wanted to sit and chat. So that's what we did. So instead, I put up the um, interview that Leslie Penelope did with me earlier this week. So I hope that um, I hadn't gotten a chance to share that yet, or I'd, I'd gotten a chance I had neglected <laughs> to do so. I won't press off, pass off that responsibility. So uh, now we are into Nebula Conference. Nebula Conference kicked off last night officially with um, a mentoring session. We, of course, had some lead-up events to spread things out um, in a way that we would not have on site. So, and I was feeling a little, um, I don't know, like, oh, I didn't want to have to drag myself back to the computer to do the mentoring session. But then it was delightful. I ended up with three mentees, um, one a writing team and one an independent gal. And I thought, um, they were just all really wonderful. They had great questions and they were so enthusiastic. And it was funny because in some ways, some questions I couldn't answer for them because things have changed with the pandemic. You know, they wanted to know, you know, like how long on some things and all of this. And I, it's like, you know, until New York publishing goes back to work, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff up in the air. And it's hard to say right now how things will play out. But it was really good to hear their 
enthusiasm and they were very appreciative of advice I gave. I was um, planning to write today and then I had been thinking about it that I was feeling a little bit stressed about getting conference stuff in around writing and I thought why am I doing that because if I'd gone to Nebula conference I wouldn't have planned to get any writing done this week. I probably would have flown there on Monday or Tuesday morning and I would have been there all week doing visioning and board meetings and so forth. And so I and I was complaining to David a little bit last night because I said, you know, it's, there were some panels and things that I would like to see today. And, and I've said this a number of times that I kind of feel like this is like all of the work parts of a conference and none of the fun. You know, I don't get to sit with my friends on the bar. I don't get to go hang by the pool, you know, in between things. And David said, well, why don't you just do that? Why don't you, you know, treat it like the conference, you know, not do any work and go to the panels you want to and in between go, you know, sit in the Grape Arbor or do other things. And I thought, well, that's a really good point. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to try to write today. And I'm just going to hang out this weekend and do conference stuff. Um, you know, we have all of the breakout rooms where people can hang out and socialize <clears throat> so I will, um, I kind of been thinking, well, what am I going to do? Just hang out and talk to people? And David's like, well, that's what you would do at conference. <laughs> I was like, well, that's true. It just doesn't feel the same. I guess maybe it feels more deliberate. But at the end of the hour mentoring last night, um, the, the three of them all said, you know, for the rest of conference, can we find you and ask you more questions. And I said, yes, absolutely. I said, you know, if we were at the real life Nebula conference, I would have told you if we were all hanging out at the hotel in Los Angeles, I would have told you, you know, just if you see me in the, you know, the, the common rooms of the lobby or the hotel bar, we can lay bets as to which one of those things would have been most likely, um, you know, that I would have said, feel free to grab me and ask me more questions or I'll introduce you to people and so forth. So, so I'm going to try to do that, be hanging out in the breakout rooms and that sort of thing. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's a brave new world, and I think we won't be having to do it beyond this year, but it'll be 20 year, 2020. It's just going to be a watermark year. Um, they announced that Bubonicon, our August science fiction and fantasy convention, is canceled. So we won't be doing Bobonicon. Um, they said maybe they'd do a few online panels, and I was already thinking, no, thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know. Um, so, so yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this goes today. The um, socializing that I've done so far has been more like reception type stuff and so you know maybe I can just sort of hang out in rooms and put up a sign and say you know come by and talk to me. I am tempted to go buy some Prosecco. In fact I was gonna I might message Jennifer Uden who is a good friend of mine and agent um, who shares my love of Prosecco and 
I don't, I'm gonna, I should message her and find out if she's planning to attend the conference. I feel like they, they do have some breakout rooms where you can go in for just like two or three people. And I feel like telling her we should just grab a, a two-person room and each drink a bottle of Prosecco, as is the tradition of our people. <laughs> that would be fun to do, wouldn't it? The Ren approves. So what else? Um, I have been working on The Lost Princess Returns. Uh, it is it is a meatier story than I had thought it was going to be. I know that makes some of you happy. Um, it's going to be at least 40,000 words. I'm hoping it, it could be a full novel. You guys are right. This story could be a full novel. And I'm trying not to let it be for no good reason, I guess. I, it's not like I have anything else pressing. I should probably just let it be as long as it wants to be. Um, I've been working on the Facebook ad stuff, and that's been it's been interesting. Um, I have yet to see exactly how much return I'm getting because I don't have real live numbers on some of it, but definitely getting a good price on ads and. Um, getting a lot of link clicks and being able to see the difference between which ads work and which don't. So that's entertaining. Um, one of the things, I ended up whining to Corrine yesterday afternoon. A real downside of this is is that um, Sky Warren, who's teaching the class, tells you to go grab um, quotes about your book for what she calls social proof. I'm sure it's not her term, but you know, to, you know, five stars, I love this book, that kind of thing. So I had some on the website, but I didn't have enough to try out different. I was trying an iteration of um, the same image, the image that I worked best with, like, different words on it. So I needed more things to swap out the words. So I went to my Amazon reviews on the book, and I ended up reading all these really bad reviews. <laughs> Of Lonan's War. Um, boy, there are some people who just um, are vicious about it. Uh, people complaining that it's slow. That it takes too long for the romance to develop. And it's like, yeah, it's a slow burn romance that develops over the course of six books. And they're fairly short books. But, um, boy, there are definitely some romance readers who are like, if you don't get that couple in bed by the end of the first book, they are just not on board anymore. So so this is kind of, um, I'm giving myself a little bit of a complex because I'm getting tired of people referring to my books as slow. And Corrine made a really good point, you know, that this is, uh, we're talking about people who are very accustomed to like a YA novel pace or the pace of of Netflix shows, you know, plunge you in immediately. And I need to, I, I, I sort of need to sort myself out on this. Am I going to try to tighten my pace or what? But so this is kind of my complex with Lost Princess Returns is, is I don't want this book to be too slow. And it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't be putting all this stuff in, and I should make it a quick, snappy adventure. Um, but I hadn't realized until I started writing in Jenna Iverial's 
point of view again, how much <laughs> this woman has a lot of unresolved shit, right? I mean, she, she did escape. I feel like this is not a spoiler, but plug your ears for a moment if you don't want to be spoiled on the Chronicles of Desneria trilogy. You know, and she found happiness and she found a kind of peace. But by going back now, and this isn't a spoiler either because it's called The Lost Princess Returns, right? So that by going back, she is discovering all of this stuff that she kind of packed away and essentially ran away from, right? That she didn't deal with. So... There's a lot to the story. It's shaping up, though, and I'll just see. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try to rush it along because I know a lot of you don't feel like the books are slow or you don't feel like that the pace is a, uh, that it's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> so I might look at that and then see if I can tighten it and you know, write what needs to be written and then tighten it up later. When I was getting mentored myself... Uh, Laura and Gilman had some interesting advice. I don't think I gave this specifically, but I said that um, she asked what I thought I was weakest on, and I said I thought that it was like action. You know, I don't have as much action in my books as some readers would like. And she asked what I was strong on. And I said, well, world building and strong female relationships, complex and positive female relationships. You guys can let me know if you think that I am, if there's anything I left out there. So she said, well, one thing you can do is write a short story that combines your strong points and your weak points. And she said, from that, she said, there's a story right there. And I said, huh, well, that's a good point. So I'm kind of tempted to do that as well. Maybe that could be Ayala's story, huh? So that's the other thing with Lost Princess Returns is that it's a much bigger cast than I should have for a short novella. And I should have realized that it was going to be difficult to have that cast of characters and do them do it in a short space of time. That's one of the differences. You know, we talk sometimes about what's the difference between a novel, a novella, and a short story. And what makes novellas and short stories not work is when they are treated like novels, but written much with fewer words. <laughs> so instead, what you need to do is you need to narrow the scope. You need to narrow it down to like a single um, problem solving and to as few characters as possible. So like the Dragons of Summer which, you know, finaled for Rita, which is somewhat of a crapshoot, but also um, I think a sign that it was a, I felt like that was a nicely, tightly structured novella. But, you know, really that entire novella circles around one argument between Ursula and Harlan. And there's a few other people that come in and there are events that happen because they're under attack. But it's really just, it all takes place over the course of a single day. And, and that's really what a novella needs to do. So I may be facing the fact that Long, Lost Princess Returns is a longer work. Um, certainly 40,000, maybe longer. And so we shall see.
I'm I'm kind of chomping at the bit to get back to Dark Wizard. Oh, and and Karina and I were talking about something else last night uh, when I was whining to well yesterday afternoon when I was whining to her about the reviews, uh, and we came up with this really great idea that I can work into Dark Wizard. I'm excited about this, a cool world building thing. So so that's kind of fun. All right, well. I am going to go plunge myself in the Nebula conference. If you guys are, uh, any of you participating in the conference, uh, feel free to message me and, and we can chat in the breakout rooms <laughs> and drink some Prosecco. And I'll remind the rest of you or all of you that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Follick Media Podcast Network. And you can find more podcasts you'll love at follick.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. You all take care. Bye-bye.